I don't have any fanfare yet. I don't know how I would play that through Discord anyways, but just imagine there's like some real off-key kazoo playing right now. Welcome to the Diaper Change, an 18-plus age play game show where the game changes more often than my underwear. I'm your host, Peculiar Changeling, and with me today we've got one very tall kid in a very short trench coat. It's Person Alias. Hi, I'm officially not here. And then we've got... Don't say their name in a dungeon, it's Big Red. Hello, it's me. I'm your C-list celebrity here. And last but not least, it's your favorite beverage and award-winning animator, Juicebox. Hello. Tech technicalities. Now, what I've got to hear for you today is a completely original game that has never been done before. I've got a stack of incorrect statements. There are statements about things that you know and love in pop culture and the ABDL world. I am going to read them out and then you're going to buzz in correct me. There's only two rules. Uh, one is that your correction must be preceded by the phrase, uh, I think it's actually, and two, you can interrupt me at any time. Uh, there is also a third anytime? rule. Yes, you can interrupt me at any time. Anytime. Yes. Um, there is also a third rule. You are not allowed to indicate that this might be a ripoff of something because this is a completely original concept that I invented myself. Uh, does anybody have any questions before we get started? Anytime. I feel like there's a way to shorten uh, it into something, but you know, I just I can't think of it. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure what that would be. Uh, anyways, uh, buzzers are at the ready. Here's a statement mm -hmm. about podcasts. Everybody loves podcasts, and if you're into the ABDL community, you might try listening to Dear Jazzy, which is hosted by Jazzy Starshine and focuses on the kinky side of life. Or you could also try listening to The Usual Bet, an 18 and up podcast host hosted by Sophie and Pudding. Uh, it looks like Red has buzzed in first. Uh, Red, what is your correction? Uh, I think it's actually Jasmine Starshine? Uh, that is not what we're going for, I'm afraid. Oh, man. Uh, is that not what I said? Did I not? You said or... Jazzy Starshine. I thought it was like said a Jazzy Starshine. It's technically your nickname, actually. I'm going to see if anybody else can get what we're going for here, but I might come back to that one. Uh, it looks like Juicebox, you buzzed in second. Uh, I think it's actually Chloe instead of Pudding. You said pudding. That but it's is Sophie correct. And Chloe. Oh, it's a very, it's a very funny. common misconception. Yeah. The usual bet is hosted by Sophie and Chloe, not Sophie and Pudding. But you should uh, go I check think, them out. Uh, I think it's actually not everybody loves podcasts. Yeah, that was going to be my joke. Answer. Not everybody <laughs> likes podcasts. Uh, Audio mediums actually, are going dead. I you know? think it's that we're not going to take subjective statements here. Um, anyways, that is one point for Juice, and I forgot to grab a writing utensil, so I'm going to write it down in the chat and then edit this out later. That is we one brought point our writing for Juice. Utensils. And we are ready for our next question. Here is a statement about cartoons. Cartoons often make use of the baby morph trope, where characters regress down to a baby, often to humorous effect. Jimmy Neutron's Granny Baby Courage the Cowardly Dog's Little Muriel, Dexter's Laboratory's Don't Be a Baby, and the Fairly Odd Parent's Babyface all feature a character being accidentally turned into a baby. Though they're all grown up. Yes, Personalius. Uh, I think it's actually for the Fairly Odd Parent's one, that wasn't accidental at all. Timmy wished to be a baby. 
That is correct. Timmy did not accidentally get turned into a baby. And oh, that... you're sneaky. I was looking for like episode titles. Nope, that's what I call it. I didn't uh... know if I was supposed to wait until the end of the question before I buzzed in. You just buzzed. You in. No, you can interrupt at any time. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, that was true. That was that yeah. was uh, rule number two, I believe. Mm, yes. Mm, mm. I got a cartoon question before juice. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, I heard cartoon off, question. I'm like, off oh, my well, game. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to clear the buzzers, and here is your chance to redeem yourself because we've got another cartoon question about Rugrats. Rugrats the movie, often known by its subtitle Rugrats in Paris, is an animated comedy from the year... Yes, person alias. Uh, actually, Rugrats the movie and Rugrats in Paris are two separate movies. That is correct. Uh, those are two separate movies. I kind of fused them into a single thing there. Uh, Got to be a little faster on that buzzer juice. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Um... I understood yeah, the assignment. <laughs> rest and of the I question didn't. is uh, this general trivia about uh, Rugrats that I'm not going to finish reading out. Uh, but we do have another statement here, and this one is, let's see, buzzers at the ready. Here's a statement about Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues is a popular children's show revolving around a human host and the titular Blue, though there's been some changes throughout the years. In 2002, the original host character, Steve, was replaced by his cousin Joe, and in the rebooted version of the show, Blue's Clues and You, they no longer receive letters. They get emails instead. Uh, actually, it's not that popular. I think it's actually, uh, I think it's actually not that popular. Uh, that is correct, but you didn't say, uh, I think it's actually, and also we're not oh. taking subjective statements for points. Uh, Red, you buzzed in next. Uh, I think that they actually do still get mail. They're going for the retro mood. That is correct. They get both letters and emails in the new show. Mm. I totally knew that. It was not a guess. So that is a point for Red. And hey, uh, guessing is a totally valid way to get that point. What do you mean? I totally knew it. I didn't guess at all. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, totally knowing the answer is absolutely a way to get the point. And now we're going to be moving on to our very first shiny question. <gasps> uh, uh, shiny questions, just like shiny Pokemon, are worth the same number of points. They're just a little bit different and a little bit rarer. Um, again, completely original show. We're not copying anything here. Uh, I was wondering if you're going to call them like sparkly questions or something. I probably what? should have. Uh, sparkly questions are just like shiny Pokemon. They're just a little bit different and a little bit rarer. We're going with that. And we've got a, na a game that is going to involve name matching. In just a moment, I'm going to give you a list of ABDL stories and a corresponding list of authors. It'll be up to you to match the stories to the authors. When the time is up, I'll ask you to show me what you guessed. Whoever gets the most correct gets the one point for this question. Game the fuck on! Oh, God. Uh, here is the list of... I'm going to do the list of stories first, and then I'll do the list of authors. The Product Tester, Madison's Code, Regress Co., In Between, Shine, and Diaper Quest. What was the fourth one? Uh, the fourth one was in between. The list of authors are Baby Star, 
Sophie and Pudding, Jimmy Wolfster, Sketchman, Peculiar Changeling, and Baby Sophia. And I am starting a 60-second timer now. Okay. Do, 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 do. This, is, this is a good point for the stock music to be playing, but I don't have any stock music. So. What stock music? Uh, it's the kind of music that you boil in a pot kind of to get all the nutrients out so that you can make it soup later. I love that. I'm uh, I'm all set. Uh, like all set. I'm having problem with my pen, but I think I got it. Uh, Red, how are you doing? Uh, I got it. Okay. Uh, and Red, we are going to start with you first. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, what your list of correlating stories and authors is? Okay. Well, I have the product tester down by a just a fantastic. Author, by the way, really great. Uh, also loves to give out bonus points for flattery. Uh, Peculiar Changing. <laughs> uh, Masson's Code was by Sophie and Pudding. Uh, you say Regress Code or Regress Co? Oh. Oh, okay. Either way, uh, Jimmy Wolfster. Uh, in between, I have Baby Sophia. Shine is Baby Star, and Diaper Quest is Sketchman. Okay. Uh, does everybody else... Uh, let's actually go to Purse next. Is that... What does your list look like? Yo, same. And uh, Juice, what does your list look like? Exactly the same. Uh, that is correct on all accounts. So that is one point for everyone, which Hooray. is the same as nobody getting a point, which means everybody's a loser. Everybody wins mm -hmm. and everybody loses. I feel neutral about this. Mm. It's like um, it's like yeah. it's like that part in The Incredibles. Everyone is special, so no one is. I was a little worried that one was going to be a little too niche. Now I'm realizing I maybe made it a little too easy, but that's okay because this next one is a shitty, shitty question. Here's a statement about. Car I can go one of two ways. Um, I'm not. I'm not unbuzzed. I'm not unbuzzed. Oh, uh, oh yeah, sorry. yeah. Unbuzzed. Clear the buzzers. Yeah, <laughs> Red was going to have a big advantage on that one. Uh, Spin-offs and tie-in cartoons have been a popular choice with studios for as long as they've been airing, even when the target market of the spin-off can't even watch the property the cartoon is based on. Many R-rated movies have been turned into children's shows, including Robocop, Rambo, Police Academy, and The Terminator. Yes, uh, yes, Juicebox, uh, you buzzed in first. Uh, I think it's actually that the Terminator was not made into a kid's show, but all the others were. That is correct. The Terminator was not made into a kid's show, which means that the Police Academy one is, in fact, real. I remember and that one. Rambo it was one? dope. It was dope. <laughs> and also the Rambo one. How do you make Rambo into a kid's show? Doesn't he, didn't he have a bunch of friends, like kids, that would go along with him on adventures? And That's he would awful. You wouldn't like slit, slit people's throats in the woods. Uh, there was also a, a second little technicality with this one. I was wondering if anyone else would call me out on it. Technically, it Rambo is based on a book. So you could argue oh. that the Rambo cartoon is also based on the book. It is clearly pulling from the show, so that one's a little iffy, mm. but I would have allowed it. Mm. Uh, but uh, Juice come in hot on that buzzer and get the correct answer right away. Mm. Let's move right along to our next statement. 
Here's one about video games. The Mario Kart franchise has been going strong for three decades now, with eight main installments, as well as the many spin-offs and re-releases. And while the core features remain the same, many titles add something to the game that wasn't in it before. Mario Kart 64 added weight classifications. Yes, Red. Uh, I think there's actually more than eight mainline games. That is not correct. Ah, there shoot. are eight mainline games. I'm going to keep going. Mario Kart 64 added weight classifications. Super Circuit was the first handheld game in the series, and Mario Kart Double Dash allowed players to carry two items at once, a feature not seen again until the release of Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Yes, Personalius. Uh, I think it's actually the one that you said wasn't the, uh, was the first handheld. Wasn't the first handheld. I'm betting there was like... Super Secret was the first handheld game in the series. Ah! Uh, Juicebox. Uh, I think it's actually that uh, Mario, six, Mario Kart 64 wasn't the first game to have weight classification. Technically, I think Super uh, Mario Kart for the SNES, technically they had characters who were light, heavy, and medium. I don't believe that is correct. Um, let me double check that real quick. We'll just go to our fact checker, who is also me. Uh, so you're saying that weight class, uh, Mario Kart 64, uh, no, uh, that Mario Kart 64 wasn't the first game to have weight classification that oh. there was that technically super Mario Kart had characters under different brackets of being light, normal and heavy class. So like Donkey Kong Jr. And Bowser were heavy, whereas Koopa Troopa and Toad were light. I am so light. torn. I don't want Juice to get the point, but if, if it's a loophole that you didn't have planned, I, I, I'm totally in support of this. That is not what I was going for, <gasps> but that is in fact correct. What I should have said was that it added the weight classification cart thing. But yeah, I've, I said that question wrong. So that is- Winning on a technicality. Too. That's what this show is all about. The that is what this game is all about. Uh, in case anyone's wondering, what I was going for is I said that uh, you could not have two items again until the release of Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, but technically it wasn't until the re-release of Mario Kart 8 for the Switch that you could again hold two items. Oof. But coming yeah, in on the technicalities the Wii, there. weird. Um, but anyways, moving right along, uh, here's a statement about crayons. Do we have, do we have to unbuzz? Yeah, we're oh, still yes, buzzed. Oh, yes, we, we do have to unbuzz. Uh, clearing those buzzers, here's a statement about crayons. While modern kids might want a new video game or a book for Christmas, those of us who are a little older might remember longing after the Crayola 96-color box with a built-in crayon sharpener. However, when it was first released in 1903, Crayola crayons only came in eight colors. Red orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, black, and white. Yes, juice box. Uh, I think it's actually, it's not 96 crayons. It's technically less amount of crayons. That is not correct, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, Personalius, you buzzed in next. Uh, I think it's actually white wasn't a color, brown was. 
That is correct. It was oh. brown, not white, in the original set of crayons. I did it! That... I did it! Thank you to all my friends who eat crayons and report the report the results of how it passes through their digestive systems. All one of you. And I for think the record, all come out brown. A quick score check. We've got four points for juice, four points for purse, and two points for red. So still a lot of wiggle room in this game. It could go any direction. And we've got our next statement coming up. Statement number eight. Here is a statement about books. With over 200 different books in the series, it's hard not to have read at least one Goosebumps title at some point or another. And it includes some truly terrifying subject matter. A monstrous blob, a comic book superhero who escapes into the real world, a camera... Yes, Personalius. Uh, I think actually Attack of the Mutant was about a comic book supervillain, not a comic book superhero. Uh... Let me look that. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, I know my goosebumps. Real quick. It's called Attack of the Mutant, baby. It and it's Attack the, of the Mutant. And the uh, mutant is a super villain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's looking like the Masked Mutant is indeed a series about a comic book villain that is a point for purse get me on the technicality and uh yeah um i didn't even get to the part of the statement i thought was incorrect but uh we're just gonna move right along there uh, i i guess I'll, I'll read it out the rest of the way um, the other things on the list were a cat human hybrid and the most terrifying thing of all peer pressure to do drugs uh, i think it's actually that there there can't be more than 200 goosebumps books there are more than 200 Goosebumps books. No kidding. I'm, yeah. I've been out of the loop. I, I remember when there was only like 30. I don't know. It's true. It's the yeah. drugs one because that's, that's one of those that's so ridiculous it has to be true. So I know that one's real. Oh, uh, I think it's the cat-human hybrid because if you're referencing My Hairiest Adventure, which involved it, but that was like animals turning into humans and then the stuff wearing off. Uh, in which case, uh, yes, the main Perth, character. You know more about goosebumps than I do. But actually, what I was going for <laughs> was that uh, R.L. Stein has said that he is never going to include drugs or uh, realistic depictions of abuse in his books because he always wants the kids to be able to tell the difference between reality and the horror in the novels. Holy it crap, was, you got me. It was the drugs. It was yeah. the drugs. I wouldn't have gone for the drugs either, to be honest. It was a, it was a double trick. It was like, you yeah. think it's. <laughs> too crazy to be fake but then it is yeah. that crazy um now we're going to be moving on to our next sparkly question give me animals this is a game we're calling once more without feeling <gasps> i'm going to read off the lyrics to songs with as little affect or rhythm as possible it's your job to tell me where these songs are from some of the lyrics make to contain clues so listen closely all of these songs are going to be TV show theme songs. Whoever gets the most right will win the one point for this question. Buzzers at the ready, I'm going to read the first uh, song. They come from lots of places. After school, they meet to play and sing with happy faces. And that's as much of that one as I can read. Yes, Red. Uh, Care Bear? That is not Care Bears, I'm can you, afraid. Can you do it again? Yes. Without feeling? Without, yeah, without feeling. 
They come from lots of places. After school, they meet to play and sing with happy faces. Yes, juice box. Uh, I think it's actually Barney. That is correct. That is Barney. So juice box coming in with that first one. Well done. I just, I, you know, I, I, there's something about the wording. Yeah. Got uh, it. Clearing those buzzers, and here's our next song. Can't stop these radical dudes. The secrets of the ooze made the chosen few. Yes, Personalius. Everyone's coming in hot on those buzzers, but Personalius got it first. Uh, I think it's actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is correct. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was the uh, word radical and the word ooze. That got yeah, yeah. Radical. Like, all right, so we're in the 90s. <laughs> you don't have to say, uh, I think it's actually on the show. Uh, For these questions. questions. But, okay. uh, but if you okay. want to, to stay in the habit of it, you're more than welcome to. Oh. Um, and with our next one, I'm going to clear those buzzers. Strong enough to break the bravest heart. So we have to pull together. No, we can't stay worlds apart. To stand divided, we will surely fall. Yes, person alias. She-Ra? That is not She-Ra. Uh, Red, you came in right after. Uh, Captain Planet? This is not Captain Planet. Uh, Juicebox, you are the last one up. Oh, I was actually going to guess Captain Planet. But while I have the buzzer, <laughs> I'm going to say... Shirt Tails? That is not Shark Tails. Oh. This yeah. is Transformers. Oh. That sounds very Captain Planet. I didn't really yeah. grow up with Transformers. Ooh. Yeah, Same I, kind I of era to... as She-Ra and Captain Planet, but different cartoon. I was thinking new She-Ra, though. I was thinking, like, the, we're oh, gonna but... win in the end. Yeah, I see where you're going with that, too. Um, buzzers are cleared, so here is the next one. He's off and flying as he guns the car around the track. He's jamming down the pep. Uh, yes, Personalius. Speed Racer? That is, in fact, Speed Racer. So we've just got one left, and it's currently one for Juice, two for Purse, and none for Red. So we've got an option to either tie this up here, or Purse can just run away with it. So buzzers are cleared, and the last one is ready. Mom. Dad. Yes, Juice Box. Oh. Bluey. This is Bluey. Damn it. Well uh, done. So that is a I love Mom. <laughs> I, I had that something to name it. I could name that song is... in one note. Uh, well, yeah, once I, once I got to the one uh, last one, that, that one would have been, uh, I think, pretty it easy. It would have been guess. a giveaway. It's, it it's the giveaway. pause that got me. You paused like, yeah. oh, is, I'm really getting one word for the song. It's like, oh, yeah. Mom. Four lines in the whole song. All right, all right. Uh, full, full confession here. Full confession. To me, the first lyrics for that song is not mum. It's. But do people actually say. That's played on a recorder, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. played one of those things. I'm not, the, uh, guy I'm, not from, say, uh, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that, like, I need an excuse to why I didn't win. <laughs> I was supposed to say, like, say that without you feeling, but then you win. Did. You just tied for first. I'm sorry, mm. I, I interrupted you there, Red. What was that? I was supposed to say, like, say ba da da ba 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 without feeling, and then Juice immediately did. <laughs> just <laughs> this most straight face street of that. 
Uh, well, moving right along here, our current score is five points for juice, six for purse, and two for red. And we are coming into our next statement. Here is a statement about Pokemon. Nothing has ever quite replicated the experience of playing Pokemon in the 90s, where online guides didn't exist and you can only learn secrets by swapping rumors on the playground, including these rumors. Holding or tapping the A button was thought to increase catch rates, but does nothing. Magikarp's splash... Yes, Red? Uh, actually, it's holding down the A and B buttons. Uh, that also rate. does nothing, but uh, you didn't say, uh, I think it's actually... I didn't know. Uh, purse? Uh, I think it's actually holding down the A and B buttons. That is a different rumor, but it's not actually correcting the statement that I made. So, we're going to continue right along here. Uh, Magikarp Splash was said to have a secret special effect that doesn't exist in the game. And though it could be accomplished with various glitches, the original games, red and blue, not counting yellow, had no legitimate way to catch the three starters on a single save file. I'm going to clear those buzzers real quick. And you want okay. to take a stab at it? I do, but before I ask, so are we asking for what the rumor was? Or are we looking for something that worked? Uh, you are, in theory, looking for something that worked or something else that might be wrong with the statement. Because uh, the, there, there's an infinite number of possible rumors about Pokemon. That said, Red was the first one to buzz back in. So, Red, I'm going to say, what is your correction? Uh, yeah, thanks for that clarification, Burst, because that changed my answer. Uh, I'm going to say oh. that there actually... Uh, actually... There is a way to catch all the starters legitimately in the Pokemon Red and Blue. That is not correct, I'm afraid. Juicebox. This is more of a technicality thing. Uh, I think it's actually that there technically were online strategy guides for Pokemon in 1998. They were just very... Um, they, weren't, they weren't like legit websites. They were like very proto written hmm. things. You're technically correct. I can do better. I can do better. I'm going to see let, what I'll, person has to say first. Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually not that your options were go online or get rumors from the playground. I think there was also like game guide sold where you could get all the tips and tricks and like buy it at a bookstore or order it all, uh, order it shipped to you or pick something up from the magazine rack in a uh, at a grocery store or whatever. See, you're both correcting hotline. something that I intended as flavor text, but you are both technically correct. I'm going to just read this question one more time real quick and okay. think about it for a minute. Okay. Nothing has ever quite replicated the experience of playing Pokemon in the 90s when online guides, maybe, didn't exist and you could... Probably only learn secrets by swapping out rumors on the playground, including these rumors. Holding or tapping the A button was thought to increase catch rates, but does nothing. Magikarp Splash was said to have a secret special effect that doesn't exist in the game, and though it could only be accomplished or and though it could be accomplished with various glitches, in the original games, red and blue, not counting yellow, there were no legitimate ways to catch all three starters. Yes, personalius. Okay, I've got so many here, I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, I think that... Uh, uh, I think it's actually that the... 
that the rumor wasn't about tapping A. It was to catch increase catch frequency. It was holding up and B to encast creech frequency, but only with great balls. That may have been a rumor, but there was also a rumor about holding or tapping the A button to increase catch rates. Okay. I've got one more if everyone else gets a turn. Oh. Uh, I think it's actually that that rumor about Magikarp having a special move wasn't actually a rumor. That was a rumor that got thrown around. Uh, Red. Uh, I think it's actually that those games were so like patchwork that Splash did do something if you did it like a hundred and a half times or something. I'm afraid that's not correct either. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, we can keep going around taking stabs at all the verbs in this, but I don't think anyone's going to get it. So I'm just going okay. to uh, go ahead and say nobody got this question. I said that the original games were Pokemon Red and Blue, but in fact, oh! the original games were Pokemon Red oh! and Green released oh! in Japan and changed to Red and oh. Blue for the American edition. Motherfucker! You had fun with these questions, I can tell. I'm having a lot of fun with these questions. Uh, so no points for that one, I'm afraid. Uh, I guess nobody knows that much about Pokemon here. Oh! Uh, I don't. Uh, here's a question about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, uh, shit. Game the fuck if on! If I, thought, I didn't think, if I thought I didn't know anything about Pokemon, I'm certainly not going to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. People have been jumping into the worlds of myth and fantasy since the release of uh, since before the release of Dungeons and Dragons in 1974, but many changes have been made to the game since its original release to make it easier to play. Amongst the core game's more obtuse features were that the experience required to level up was different depending on your class. Strength scores of 18 required an additional roll of a D100 to determine your modifiers, and FACO, which stood for to hit armor class opposition. Yes, Juicebox. Uh, I think it's actually that the games haven't gotten easier to play over time. It's just people <laughs> <unloaded> and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I am objectively going to answer that question. No. <laughs> it just—I don't know. It just goes over my head. So I was just throwing in a joke answer, but. Oh, you're 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 good. Uh, red, yes. Uh, I think actually that that uh, strength eighteen d one hundred thing. I think that one's bunk. That didn't happen. That is an actual rule that existed in the original version of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, thank God that's not around anymore. Wait a minute. Would you like me to read the question again? I think it's actually that the Thaco thing was not a first edition thing. That was a later edition thing that got retcon. That that got retconned. That was like a. I want to say that was like a. Maybe a second or third edition. I'm double checking that. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe that was an advanced, like because they had advanced Dungeons and Dragons as well. They had like another first... technicality point. I swear to God. I'm sorry that I know things, Red. I can't remember birthdays and anniversaries. Oh, that's what you. The... I have the brain space taken did up. Did appear in first edition. Okay. Damn. Um, would you like me to read the question one more time? Yes. People have been jumping into worlds of myth and fantasy since before the release of Dungeons and Dragons in 1974, but yes, Fred. Actually, 
it did not release in 1974. It did release in 1974. Uh, you know, <laughs> just taking stabs. Take stabs. Hey, hey, uh, yeah. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Didn't Michael Scott say that? Probably. Uh, actually. Um, but many changes have been made to the game since its original release to make it easier to play. Among the core game's more obtuse features were that the experience required to level up was different depending on your class, strength scores of 18 required an additional roll of a d100 to determine your modifiers, and Thaco, which stood for to hit armor class opposition. Sorry, I... Oh, yeah. Uh, Purse, uh, you just buzzed in. Uh, I think it's actually that you didn't level up differently depending on your class? You did, in fact. If you were a rogue, you needed a totally different amount of experience from a fighter or a wizard. Damn you, fifth ed. You failed me again. Uh, Juice, you want to take a stab at it? Um, I, I have would to. have no idea. Okay. I don't. Uh, Red, you had one more guess? Uh, I think actually none of those were in the core edition. Uh, see, so you're technically correct. Give um, her the point! Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give that to you because I did check it. Thaco was in first edition, but it wasn't in the first edition core rulebook. However, the correction I was going for is that Thaco actually stands for to hit armor class zero, not to hit armor class opposition. What but should have been that is, Thaco's... That is, yeah. That, that is going to be absolutely nothing today. Oh, it was this whole nonsense system. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyways, we're going to move on to our next question, question 11. This is a question about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Many fans have said that Grandpa Joe is the true villain of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate... Yes, Red. This isn't right, but I can't help it. Uh, actually, it's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> mm, um, we're gonna We're gonna fight, kid. We're gonna fight. I'm just gonna keep going. Many fans have said that Grandpa Joe is the true villain of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, lying in bed while his family works, but things could be worse. At least in the films, they can afford cabbage stew. In the novel, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when Charlie's father dies, the family is left with no income at all. Other changes from the book include replacing nut-sorting squirrels with chocolate egg-laying geese, and the film never tells us the fate of the other four children, leaving it a mystery whether they survive their horrible fates. Personalius. Uh, I think the film doesn't show us, but Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder, definitely goes on to tell us that the kids will be okay. A little, a uh, little wiser. You didn't say. Oh, I, think uh, actually, I think it's actually oh. uh, Juice. I should have just listened to what Purse was saying and just still. I think it's actually that the father isn't dead in the book. That is correct. Uh, even though in a lot of ways the book is darker, in the novel, the father just gets fired. He's still alive. He's fine. I didn't know he got, I didn't know he died in the movie. Yeah. Because I know uh, he wasn't in the movie, and then when they did the remake, the Tim Burton remake, he had his whole family there, and they were just all miserable in poverty in a weird cabin of Dr. Caligari looking Tim Burton house. That is correct. And yeah, a, a lot of the uh, changes that they made in the Willy Wonka movie in the Tim Burton remake, they changed it back. So you, you could have gotten that by just thinking, what's in the Tim Burton one? They added but, that yeah. weird, they added that weird uh, 
other plot about oh, the dentist Johnny thing. Depp yeah. having Christopher Lee as a dentist father. <laughs> I don't know what they were going for with the dentist thing. It must be like a either. Mandela effect thing, because I remember like his father in the first movie, but I guess he wasn't. I, he might bears. be at the very start, and then I can't, I can't remember. Um, but anyways, moving on to our next question, question number 12. This is a statement about Hollow Knight. Uh, I have reset the buzzers. Uh, Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania that began development after a successful Kickstarter campaign. In it, players control the titular Hollow Knight, a small bug who wields a nail like... Yes, Red. Uh, actually, you do not control the Hollow Knight. That is correct. The Hollow Knight is the name of a boss within the game. It is not the name of the character. Uh, so we've just got two questions left, and the score is currently six for Juice, six for Purse, and four points for Red. So we have an opportunity to tie things up, or it could be a runaway for uh, one of the remaining contestants. But we're moving on to our final shiny question. Mm. Uh, this is called Odd Butt Out. I'm going to read from a list, and I want you to identify which item on this list doesn't belong. First person to buzz in and tell me what doesn't belong here wins the single point for this question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bellissimo. Rebel. Little Kings. Animus. Rears. Peekaboos. Yes, Red. Uh, Rears. That's the name of the company that's not a specific diaper. That is correct. Rears is not the name of a specific diaper. It is the name of the company. Mm. So uh, we are now at six points for juice, six for purse, and five points for red with one question remaining. And arguably the most important question, this one is about real life skills. Fuck. <laughs> We're all screwed. I'm going to tie that. Red, red, I hope, I hope it's either you or me because I cannot let you beat me. But... <laughs> So, juice boxes are known for that. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> uh, so, lanolin is a compound. No, I'm also joking about that one. Oh, uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Quit playing no, with my heart. Here is the real question. Leather can be a durable, long-lasting material for many uses, but to keep it in good condition, it should be cleaned from time to time. For normal cleaning, good old warm soapy water will just do the trick. Uh, but be sure to use conditioner afterwards to keep it from drying out. In the case of urine stains, a strong detergent such as laundry detergent can be used, and for any foul odors that may have mysteriously ended up on your leather, you can soak the material in a solution of bicarbonate soda and water before cleaning it normally. Yes, Personalius. Uh, for leather, you, you don't, you don't uh, just soap and water that shit, you gotta oil it. Well, I did say that you use a conditioner afterwards to keep it moisturized. So it's not just the soap and water. It is the soap and water and conditioner. So I'm going to say no to that one. That's not what I'm going for. Uh, Red, you buzzed in next. Uh, I think, actually, you don't want to use it with detergent ever. That is correct. You should never use a yes! strong detergent on your leather because that will uh, cause uh, fading and all, all sorts of leather problems. You should only ever use mild cleaning on your leather in order to keep it in good condition, which means our final score is six points for red, six points for juice, and six points for personalia, meaning cow. everyone's a loser. There's no sudden death. Everyone wins. 
Oh, that's that's what a happy ending. as hell. <laughs> Juice, let me have this. Also, I ended on the number. Cap, of the I only want Capcom. It's fine. Uh, I mean, that means you are all. Uh, I think it's actually champions. So, thank you all for having it. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find Personalius at patreon.com forward slash Personalius. You can find Juicebox at patreon.com forward slash Juicebox Draws. And you can find... Juicebox Big... Art. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I think it's actually... <laughs> Uh, Don't you dare give him a point! Don't you dare give him a point! Don't give me a point for that. Box. That is an accurate correction. Uh, okay, and you can find Big Red at patreon.com slash bigred0603. Um, all these creators are wonderful people. You absolutely should be thanking uh, or checking out. And uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining. And I hope you'll find us next time on The Diaper Change. And then mm -hmm. a little, little, little fanfare is going to play. And that kazoo out. Kazoo out. Uh, yeah. Let uh, me know if you want a little fanfare sound. I have, I have my favorite fanfare sound effect ever. <laughs>